Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Completely unequipped to manage their loads, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today is my fellow Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, it's good to be back. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. It's good to be back. You know, it's a, it's been a, it's a very important, uh, it's been a very important couple of weeks in the, a couple of days in the country. Um, the NBA is coming back. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only news that happened today. And sharing with us our excitement, he's not the only one that bleeds blue, and we're not just referring to the Mavericks colors. Tim Beam, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just confused. I I lived in Nebraska for 10 years. I'm trying to figure out which one is Iowa. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what what a corny joke. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to be, oh, my God, I will fight you right now for that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to act like the uh, leader of the free world and tweet my way through that. OK, very good. So uh, what we are referring to, of course, is uh, there was a survey of, with the, the the United States and it was like the Google trends of what was the best uh Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving side. Yeah. What's the most popular side in Thanksgiving? And. I thought that Nebraska would easily be corn as a side. And I just looked at the Midwest. I'm like, ah, well, Nebraska is very much, it's reached to apex Nebraska. Little did I know that was actually Iowa. So uh, turns out uh, there's just a whole bunch of states up there. And I couldn't tell you South to North Dakota to Iowa nor Nebraska. So uh, clearly. Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska was in lockstep with Texas. It was green bean, it was green bean casserole. Which, which I will say right now on uh, record, trash. Complete yeah, trash. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. There's something to be said about like the World War II or like Great Famine approach to like, hey, if you can fix it, all of it comes, all the ingredients come from a cupboard. Like it's just all canned stuff thrown together. It's okay. Put salt and pepper on it. No, it's okay. We'll put some stale ass fried onions on it. That'll make it taste better. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean I mean like the Midwest uh the cuisine is often just like, well, have you gotten a cheese stick and then just put it on top of it and put butter on it? That ought to do it. I mean, so I saw this and I was I saw you say that and I was like, oh fuck, Tim's gonna be mad about this. Because <laughs> even I know where Nebraska is, and I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. no. I've I in all fairness, I've never visited the great state of Nebraska. Uh, nor have I visited the, well, wait, no, I've been in Des Moines, Iowa, and I forgot. Des <laughs> Moines. Hey, you know what? Someday you two and everyone listening right now, you're going to come to Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm going to welcome you in. 
I have eight, nine houses. That will, you don't, you don't have to pay for the, ho- you don't, you don't have to pay for the hotels. Eight, nine houses that friends will welcome every one that I oh, know. Okay. In. <laughs> Uh, I thought you said you yourself had eight nine houses. I was like, holy shit! And we're gonna do exactly what I'm doing right now, which is we're gonna go to we're gonna go to a game. We're gonna watch us struggle against the Big Ten team, like we're doing to Northwestern right now at the time of recording. And we're probably gonna black out. So, I, I mean, that sounds like a great time. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I'll go. Uh, Post COVID, Nebraska, you've now been pushed to the top of the list if I can find you. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. MLB is back, the NBA is back, you know, they're both in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Visit BetOnline today to check out all the odds and update sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your wagering experts. Okay, so they finally called it after a long, painful process. We never thought it would end. Everyone's been super anxious this entire time, not really knowing what's going to happen, but they finally announced the start of the NBA season. There we go. So uh, it's going to start right before Christmas. That December 22nd seems to be uh, when yep. the game is. They haven't announced the schedule or who's going to play. I can't imagine it's going to be any of the playoff teams, to be perfectly frank, because uh, there's a bunch of teams that haven't played for – hundreds of days yeah uh you know so i i would for the sake of uh i swear if you do a drinking game saying load management this season you're gonna black out by game two like it's i think this is the long-term implications of this is that basically next season's gonna be normal that's the whole reason they rushed into this it's physically it is very challenging um it for basically everybody uh not only did the season end super super late but it was also like so much basketball in a very condensed amount of time and pretty much i mean you don't have to look far on the laundry list that is the injury report of that just every team not a single team went on its gaze there was a bunch of dudes playing hurt and that happens during playoff basketball but like it was a pretty strenuous uh, experience for pretty much every NBA player involved. And so starting the season quickly, it's, you're going to see a boatload of guys sitting out, I think. Um, either way, I'm still excited to hear that it's, it's back. It's, I mean, I, I would imagine there would be a Dallas Mavericks Christmas game, but that's, that's just, you know, fingers crossed, hoping that comes out. Uh, what are your all's expectations for the 2020 2021 season well first of all i'm really surprised that it's i'm not surprised but i am surprised that it will be called the 2020 to 2021 season because from what i was thinking like they were going to start in january you right. know so it's been like a straight up just 21 season i guess but uh mm-hmm. almost like baseball how it's only just one you know one calendar year but i don't know man i you know i they're you know, coming back so soon, like, I have to, you know, we'd have to see, like, what the protocols are going to be for, you know, crowds and, like, just COVID testing and, right. you know, like, because they're not going to do a bubble, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. they might do one for the playoffs, but, like, as for, like, if things aren't better by then. But, you know, like, we've seen what happened with, like, the NFL and the MLB where there are COVID cases and then teams are shut down for, like, a week or two. And it's like, okay, like, what do you do now? Like, mm-hmm. the schedule has to be very, very flexible. And I don't know if they would be able to do that. Like, 
they need to expand rosters or I don't know, like have like more time for you know you can sign players like just randomly, you know, like like let's say like and let's say let's say like LeBron gets it somehow or like Luca or somebody. It's like okay, like one of the big premier stars of the league gets it, you know, like more likely they won't show any symptoms, but on the off chance they do, mm-hmm. you know, like what happens? And uh, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts here. I know they, they want to get it started then, have a 72, 72 game season, do the playoffs, and then go immediately into the Olympics because they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, um, you know, go, go, keep going while the Olympics is going because, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you know, players do take pride in playing the Olympics, you know, like right. maybe not so much American players, but I know like definitely you know, international guys. Yeah, yeah, international guys, you know, like Luca may want to play, you know, Chris Ops may want to play, you know, just like mm-hmm. even like for just um like qualifying rounds too, you know. So man, I don't know. Like I don't know how it's gonna go for um anybody, man. Like again, like we have time, there's gonna be a little time for them to kind of figure out what things are gonna be, like when things are gonna be and how they're going to do it um again like we all know that the draft is on the 18th of this month which is kind of crazy mm. it's only like it's only like less than less than two weeks now and then we have um they haven't said when free agency is going to start mm. but i'm almost certain it's going to be the sunday after because right. they always do it the sunday after so or the sunday they always start it on a sunday so you know it's just you know so they start that and that would be that would be the 22nd and then that's basically a, a week and a half and then training camp starts right. on the first of December. It's like, there's so much going on. <laughs> like, yeah, it's definitely going to be condensed. It's definitely going to be sloppy um, to put oh, it yeah. into context. Last year, the NBA draft uh, w- went at its normal time and the normal start of the NBA season. There was 121 days between the NBA draft to the start of the season. Um, this year, it's going to be uh, 34. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It yeah. Is, yeah three times quickly or quicker, whatever. Uh, yeah. What it comes down to is that uh, quicklier. four times quick, quicklier. Yeah. <laughs> Real professional statistical. Oh yeah. <laughs> statistical. Anyways, um, I got hit in the statisticals anyways. So uh, this is derailing quickly. Uh <laughs> It's going to be, I think, more than anything, the younger players. Like, it's like it's weird where you're you're taking into consideration that this is a pretty weak draft that is kind of no one is a definitive better than the other person in this draft, but there's a lot of them. Like, there, from what I gather, there's a lot of C plus players in this draft, but like not really anyone that stands out over the others. Like, there's some that maybe could. Uh, but now they're not even given the time to really develop. So like the G league's probably not going to happen, or if it's going to happen, it's going to be in a very limited capacity. So even the avenues for guys to develop and, and grow, like there's not going to be a time like, like uh, was it uh, Boucher um, from Toronto who basically, Chris Boucher, yeah. yeah, Chris Boucher, where it was, you know, he was basically lived in the G league for a, a year and a half and now is a solid role player and is, was yeah. a contributing factor to that uh, Toronto team. And like, so I think those are a lot of the type of players that we have in this draft is people that have some upside that are like, okay, maybe they can really contribute in the back end of the roster, but now they're kind of just being thrusted into this game. Like, I, I don't know. This is probably not going to be good basketball is what I'm getting at. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. I got the beginning, yeah. like, you know, like just injuries and the whole COVID thing. Like it's, 
it's going to be a lot like again like i do wish that they would have selfishly because i like to have like more time off just not have to worry about putting out content or really good content <laughs> but you yeah. know um you know like it, the, the the season starts when i'm on uh break you know because i'm a teacher so you know sure. and then it looks like that the free agency is going to start when i'm i'm also on break for thanksgiving so i don't know man it's going to be it's going to be nuts to be super condensed i don't know how like we're all going to manage but i mean it's going to oh, be something so tim what are your thoughts on the upcoming season Uh, my biggest worry is load management. So the Mavs have obviously two stars, but, uh, you know, getting that third one, I think we're going to talk about this later, whether it's Drew. I, I feel like the teams with the biggest advantage are teams with uh, a top three set. You can play two out of the three every single night. Because uh-huh. uh, I think there there is going to be a lot of just, like, resting guys. Uh-huh. Like, if you play 72 starting in December, like, it's going to be very condensed. Yeah. But I, I, I do want to get it started on, like, by what, – what did they say? I'm trying to think. My mental calendar, the 22nd, so a few days before Christmas Day. But, yeah, I, I think that does play into the, into the advantage of the younger teams like the Mavs. I can like, see that. Even if we, even if we, even if we have to rest Luca, rest KP every now, every now and then, I think, yeah, I think we'll be good. Yeah, regular season, I think depth is going to be a huge part. So of course the Clippers are going to be a, another regular season darling. And now that I mean, most it sounds like most of that team's sticking together. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of free agency buzz as far as uh, a lot of guys. Like I guess Montrez Harrell is up for free agency. He might leave. Yeah, he might leave. He but... might leave, but I mean, is, does that really move the needle on the Clippers all that much? I mean, I, I don't really think so. Uh, Golden State's going to be back to full force, and most of those guys have been playing oh. together. And that that second round pick, that's going to be the most interesting pick of the draft. Like the first round pick, I think ultimately uh, is a wash. I mean, like even if it's Mason, or it'd be interesting if it was Wiseman, because then they're they basically are doubling down on two bigs between Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Oh, you talking about you, t- you said second round? So you- I'm sorry. For, for the first the first pick first overall pick. would be yeah. interesting if they went with either Mason or possibly Wiseman, but it, it doesn't make a yeah. whole lot of sense. But maybe they just doubled down on like kind of like, hey, now we have two you know young bigs Big to build dudes. around. Yeah. You know, uh, Twin Towers. Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean it's a kind bring of it back. Yeah, I mean, hell, like it, it actually worked fairly well when it was AD and Boogie Cousins. Now, granted, yeah. that's just not the same with like Carl Anthony Towns and Wiseman. I mean, Wiseman's super unproven, and he makes a lot of sense like Golden State. But I don't know, like that the second pick rather than the first, I find more interesting because I think that's where the rest of the dominoes fall. Is like right after that second pick is like, all right, who's and also the idea of someone trading up doesn't make a whole lot of sense right now. Like the only teams that would want to do that are teams that don't really have any assets to get up to it. Like Charlotte would like to be there earlier. (laughs) You know, the Knicks would like to be earlier, but are are the Knicks going to be like, Hey, we'll give you Julius Randall and some other, some other power forward that they have on that they've been hoarding to get to, you know, three spots higher, four spots higher, wherever they're at. I think they're like seventh or eighth. 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have the draft order in front of me. Either way, like it, pretty inconsequential draft, but it's it's interesting contextually, which is kind of how I feel about this uh, upcoming season. So we'll see. Um, definitely a lot of, I mean, it, it's going to be, we're going to have an off season in about the same time as like uh, a playoff series. So it's going to be a pretty quick turnaround and a lot of change is going to happen very quickly. So we'll keep y'all updated and comment on it and continue our uh, Tom Thuckery. Yep. Let's go. Oh, uh, we also got it of the new alternative jerseys. Now, are they blue and black or white and gold? Do not bring this old ass meme back to life. <laughs> Please do not. Not, uh, not, not going to say how I feel about them because it's controversial. <laughs> not not going to go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you have your fucking thoughts on it too. So, <laughs> um, I, I so today, uh, an account called Uncommon Jerseys. Uh, got i think like the most official look at it so far um okay you know with better lighting uh better actually using an iphone screen uh <laughs> to take pictures <laughs> of it and uh i mean i like i, I like them can you drop uh, a link in the chat i can't drop a link in the chat hold on yeah because I, I have not seen this i've seen just like the first part of it where it was just i just saw like the dallas part of it which i don't know i mean i guess it's the point of alternative jerseys is to go a you know, contrary to what your actual look is. It's kind of like how people name dogs. They're like, oh, his name's Bartholomew, but we just call him Little Guy. And like, they just never call him that name again. Like, that's kind of the point of alternative jerseys is just like, here's something that we'll wear once or twice um, or 10 just, games throughout a season. I just get frustrated because we have this amazing, amazing color combination, like we this throwback so. colorway. Right, and it it, ma- it matches the skyline of the city we play in. Why, why aren't we just basing everything we do off of that? I, I agree. I mean, like I, I actually like the the stars alternative jersey that actually made sense to the city with the the black and neon green. Like it looks like our skyline. Like that's it looks like. I, mean, I can't remember that tower. The, the the stars have always been green, so there's at least like some link to that. Sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, over the years, I think we've seen that the coolest alternate jerseys are the jerseys that like own the identity of the city you play in. Right. The Miami Vice jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the, I think that also means like you know like Dallas doesn't really have. It's like very 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 unique culture. You know, like there are little bits and pieces of it where it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I know. I feel like people like who aren't from Dallas, like just make, especially from Texas, like will make fun of Dallas for just being like plastic almost, or uh, mm. you know, which is not really what we are. But like, you know, it's not really like a, a set identity. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen this design on the side of the jersey from the Cheesecake Factory. I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> You're looking at them now. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at this jersey. So yeah, white and gold. It's like it's cool. It's it feels like. I don't know, like that we're really playing up the fact that we have a championship once. Um, <laughs> well, it is like the 10-year anniversary, so it will be the 10-year. Sure. My, that, so. my, my first thought when I saw it was, was, like, was like, okay, cool. Dubai has an NBA team now. <laughs> no, no. What, what, was, what was your other thought, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, my God. You had These another are... thought that you tweeted about. So Yeah, I did. These are the uh... – 
the shoes that would go with this jersey perfectly would be described as the uh, Trump Tower Sevens. that's it it's yeah i mean it's to be honest like it's a very i would almost say it's just kind of a generic look um it it feels rich which like it it, and i'm or i guess it feels it feel it it looks gilded to me i guess that's a probably better way (laughs) it's just like this looks this it looks like opulence which is just the appearance of wealth and the appearance of success which is fine um i don't know i i agree with them that the feeling more of the identity of the city is the better execution of those alternative jerseys where you mm-hmm. it's like yeah i've got some like uh that's why the 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 weird graffiti alternative jerseys kind of were a miss because that doesn't really feel like dallas that makes more sense for a place like brooklyn where there or, yeah. or los angeles for that matter um it just felt like it kind of missed culturally so this yeah. one actually does make this one does feel a little bit more like north park so maybe this is a closer <laughs> identification to dallas so i don't know um i am no fashionista um never claimed it but ultimately it's like yeah it's it's fine it, I, i'm not mad at it as opposed yeah. to like the uh i didn't care for the uh the kind of teal blue with just the it just said dow on it oh from back in the day from yeah TV, yeah uh... yeah that was like i always found those as very awkward yeah. jerseys where it's just like atl like for like atlanta makes sense because makes yeah. like because they frequently call atlanta the atl yeah. or like if it was austin texas atx does make sense yeah. no one's like come on down to the dal like what if they call the dfw you know like DFW. Or, or even yeah if they put it as dfw uh which wouldn't make a lot of sense for dallas mavericks but like actually makes more sense for the cowboys but anyways what i'm getting at yeah. is like no one <laughs> no one like has dow no one sports that acronym aside from just like scoreboards because that's or the airport best, right <laughs> or well or I, uh, like, <laughs> yeah or the airport I, that's a valid point i think of every everything i've seen SMU has definitely pulled off the Dallas branding, just uniform-wise. Oh, yeah, dude, like, yeah. by far. Dude, SMU, I hate that they're, like, you know, they're, they're – I don't know. Are they still good? I don't know. But uh, football-wise, but uh, – They've been downgraded to, like, like one of those, like, I, Conference of America something. It's, like, a very – it's a smaller conference kind of thing. The, it's the one that UNT is in, I believe, so. Is it? <laughs> I think so, yeah, <laughs> which is not – it's not a good. It's not a good uh, conference, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, well, like, they, yeah. they they got like the death penalty at one point, right? Like that was yeah, like, the whole a thing. Back, yeah, yeah, but SMU man, SMU like they've been killing it with like their marketing and their their jersey layouts and stuff like that. I agree with that, man. They have they've really taken like that and like have you know ran with it. So maybe some of those people should uh, start working for the Mavs because you know. Oh yeah, with the D and the oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. Wait. You know, it's <laughs> basically your branding should be everything that Skyler in Dallas has already done. Yes. Yeah, basically, yes. Goddamn, just, love you, just just hire Skyler, please. Uh, Hashtag hire Skyler. Skyler, for listening, I love you still. So, yep, I have. Yeah. I think now two or three of his pins. I have like the seventy-seven. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I have two shirts. Yep. Good. Stuff. I have I have the jerseys that were inspired by his, you know, his uh, design. So mm-hmm. those are always nice to wear good stuff yeah. well at least we got the throwback jersey uh so we, we might for yeah. the first game of that we might change our logo for the sake of doing that for a game time thing or something yeah. it'd be fun yeah. um all right so other news still 
basically, you know, we're still in the, the doldrums of the offseason. Uh, our former assistant coach, uh, Stephen Silas, has got now the head coach of Houston. So pretty much on all accounts, everyone's super excited for him. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I hate that he's at Houston, but I'm happy to hear that someone from the uh, – yet another person from the Rick Carlisle tree is now getting the yeah. proper respect. You know, and he, you know, he uh, he was the guy who basically, like, you know, helps like Luca with his offense and stuff like that. So him doing that with, like, Harden, you know, is just going to be – that will be fun for, you know, them, not so much us. But uh, I did I did see that he – I think he was, like, on first take a couple days ago, and he was talking about how – you know, it's going to be hard to like prepare for Luca, you know, like mm-hmm. he's like, it's, he's like, he's like, I work with them, but I mean, you know, Luca's Luca, like he's one of one. So, you know, to this day, I think basically, I think the common consensus around every NBA player I've talked to, or I've, that I've talked to that I have heard interviews from over this off season is everyone going, we just didn't realize how goddamn big he is. Like he's just, the way yeah. that he moves so fluidly, but he's he's six eight, think, six seven. Well, what was it, Dirk on Dan Patrick? This was like a year ago, but basically he said like his first impression. He goes like, "Yeah, they call him six eight. He's like, "No, that dude's six nine. Like it's like the height. <laughs> uh, yeah. certain people. It's weird that that's just not standardized. Like we should know what that is, but then there's always just yeah, like, straight up, yeah, yeah. Like uh, how like a like how JJ says he's six foot, but he's like five ten maybe. Oh yeah, no question. Like, you know, like oh, uh, funny enough, I've met uh, or I didn't meet him. I I when I was visiting a bar in Dallas, this was months ago this was like oh god i want to say like may when they were starting to open up some outdoor mm. places uh yeah i was about four tables away from uh devin harris and ah, he's, he's much shorter than what it says there. <laughs> like he is he is not six four that is uh, we we love our guards yeah here in yeah. Dallas. yeah it's like cool looking dude had a cute little nose piercing and everything but uh yeah Dude's not six four. Um, I've 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 had one of those moments standing next to an athlete. Uh, my holy s moment standing next to an athlete was uh, one time I got to stand next to Flozell Adams. Flozell Adams, where where did he play? I can't remember. Former Dallas Cowboys offensive lineman. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was the left tackle that got destroyed in those Minnesota games. Yeah, 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 and yeah, okay. I think at the time his measurables were six seven, about three fifty. God damn! <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. It's even more ridiculous when you stand next to it. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I felt like, I felt like Bugs Bunny standing next to one of the monsters. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I. So to bring it back to the NBA, we talk about these guys. Oh, six three, six four. Like it's so much. Like they're small guys. No, like Luca is a massive human being, and you yeah. don't really see it when it's out on the court. But yeah, he's he's a freak. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't know. It, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what skill sets can be taught to Harden because I always feel Harden and Luca are comparable, or they they seem to be compared to each other frequently. Yeah. and I think part of it is just because they both do step backs and they both handle really well. Um, I just, I think Harden's game is 
tougher, but also like it's, it's dependent on his size as well. Cause what he lacks in height, he makes up for in just ass meat. He is so fucking thick. He's so good. Like With two C's. Two CC's of thickness is, is James Harden. He's, he's, he's built like Baron Davis is how I kind of look at him. Like, but a little bigger, like he's, I don't know. He's just such a big broad chested person. And like Luca, he just maybe I don't know what it is. I, I have no, I think part of it is more vertical size that that is his advantage. Yeah, I, is, I, I I think the biggest difference in that game is uh, Luca will draw a five foot radius around himself uh-huh. and put you in a blender in that and then beat you that way. Uh-huh. James Harden will draw this two inch radius around himself, make you uh-huh. foul him, right? But just jumping within that and then get to the free throw line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Da- the Dan Tony method of just get to the foul line or hit a three pointer is seems to be statistically a a good way of doing it, but it does not lead to very good yeah. uh, entertaining basketball, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, you know, like with just I'm thinking about Houston now. It's like okay, so Daryl Morey's gone, obviously. So what are they going to do now? Like they got a brand new coach who's never like been a head coach before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know, like. I wish Stephen the best. I wish he lost the best because, you know, he's a great dude. And it seems like everyone in the organization loved him or loves him. So, uh-huh. um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, if I can't if- imagine Houston keeps both those guys. I, I don't think, I can't imagine. Them you don't think so? Harden. Yeah. I, I mean, it, with Dan Tony's system, it made a lot more sense. Like, yeah. the Dan Tony, Daryl Morey kind of brings yeah. in there makes a lot of sense where there's like, all right, we're, there's the turbo analytics thing. And it's just, I think it's a very, very particular approach to basketball that I can't imagine. Silas is like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do exactly what Dan Tony did. Um, I, I can't imagine that. And not to mention, like, it sounds like the, the Houston ownership uh, is not doing well financially. So it makes less and less sense that for them to have two, you know, max players on their, on their roster. I would imagine that like, I would imagine Russell Westbrook is traded to one of these smaller teams that's willing to take on the the, the salary. Um, that that would be my prediction, but who knows? Yes, I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see in probably a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like what the hell's going on? Yeah. Hey guys, just a reminder that if you're looking to bet online, look no further than betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all those welcome back-to-sports bonuses. Trust me, your wallet and your bankroll will thank you. Uh, Bet Online, your online wagering experts. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. They have the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a premium electric trimmer that also is waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower or in the dark or in the dark shower for you weirdos that are doing such a thing. They also offer the Shears 2.0, which is a luxury four-piece nail kit. It features a tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tweezers, scissors, clippers. Well, we don't like the clippers too much right now, but also a medium grit nail file. Listeners of the show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. It's time for questions. Let's get to it. All right, let's pull them up. All right, let's do it. Let's see. 
Uh, first question comes from Taylor. Taylor asks, what's something that you know you're not supposed to like to like the smell of, but you do? Uh, gasoline. That's what I thought. I think the smell of gasoline is pleasant. Okay, gasoline. Okay. Uh, see, that would be my answer too, but I'm trying to think of something else that I would like. I just like the smell of, and it's like not really. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, so my fiance would say, um, for me, like for her, hers would definitely be like that. I would, I love is uh, the smell of beer. Mm-hmm. She hates the smell of beer. <laughs> she does not know why I like it so much, but I do. So that'd probably be my answer for this one. I guess a cigar smoke is another thing that I found. Oh yeah, yeah, smoke. I think smoke. Like, in general, yeah. it's weird. Like if, if I'm not smoking one, I hate it. But like yeah. if I was, it's like I, I don't know if I yeah. find that it's something that, as I grow closer and closer uh to death washed yeah (laughs) yeah yeah let's call it washed being washed more pleasure yeah there's more times i'm just like man granddad had a great idea let's drink some scotch (laughs) that tastes like a campfire while smoking a cigar it's a great time (laughs) what about you sam you got an answer for this one oh yeah and most people are gonna think this is a shitty answer oh no but i love the smell of manure what the fuck? And just living living <laughs> in Nebraska, <laughs> gr- growing up, growing up, and going to Nebraska, and living in Nebraska for as long as I did, just that that smell of a feedlot in rural wow. Nebraska, like <laughs> oh okay, and, it, and it's it's connected to this thought: the stronger that smell is, the more you're making it rain. That is a money printer right there. If you if you okay. if you hear that. I was about to say, if you hear that smell, if you smell that smell, <laughs> and yes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you can hear that smell. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Smell that fertile land? That's a fertile wallet right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Compound okay. interest. Uh, so oh, my God. So you probably love how, you probably love Houston then, huh? Yeah, because they've been selling me on a bullshit title for what a <laughs> year now. Okay, let's see. Let's keep going. Let's see. All right. <laughs> let's end it all out. Okay. Um, Grace. Grace asks. Good friend, Grace. Yes, good friend. Hi, Grace. She <laughs> asks. She asks. Did you miss me as much I missed you? What did you do for your birthday, Don? Why is November the best month? Um, there's several several answers or. Several reasons why. One, yes, absolutely, terribly. Um, special thanks to everybody that listens and all the MFFLs out there that wish me a happy birthday on Twitter. Uh, you, you know how to make a podcast host feel special, so thank you very much. Um, I pretty much just hung out for. Uh, so November second's a great birthday day uh, because it's right next to Halloween, so it kind of always is intertwined. So like a Halloween party is more or less my birthday party. Um, so I mean kept it pretty small this year, obviously for certain reasons and kept it, you know, pretty much outdoors. But, um, it's also cool that there was a full moon on Halloween, which is fucking awesome. Uh, I mean, basically just uh, hung out with the lady and yeah, just had a nice relaxing time and enjoyed it, enjoyed a good couple of beers and, uh, relaxed my way into 31. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but it's also cool having a November 2nd birthday. Uh, it is also Dias de los Mertos, uh, which is one of my favorite holidays, uh, not only because it's my birthday, but our, it falls on my birthday. Um, it's a really genuine, I think I love that culturally of like, let's honor our dead and remember them rather than just 
cry that they're gone. It's, you know, it's celebrating their life. But also, uh, it's the Day of the Dead. So literally, I am Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, what I guess, of course I missed you, Grace. Of course we missed you. <laughs> Seriously, come on. Um, There's hesitation there. Sorry, no, I lost the question. Uh, so why is November the best month? It is not. Um, and it's actually December because my birthday is in December. Uh, okay. So <laughs> and, uh, you know, November's cool. I like November, though, because, you know, Thanksgiving is fun. Uh, the Cowboys are probably getting their ass beat that day, which sure. is whatever. No, I don't care anymore. Weather's nicer. <laughs> yeah, weather's nicer. You know, I can go outside and actually wear jeans, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, November's pretty cool, though. So, You got anything to add Uh-oh. there? Yeah, that whole uh, Thanksgiving to Christmas stretch is usually my favorite part of the year just because, sure. you know, yeah. especially as someone that's, since I was 18, lived in different states than my family did, like, that's the time I get to spend with my family, so. I couldn't agree more. Let's yeah. see. Next question comes from Lane. Lane asks, who is the most obscure player that you would like to play for the Mavs? Hmm. I mean... Let's see. Oh, uh, I had, I had a couple. Uh, Lou Dort would be my favorite, but I don't know if he's uh, obscure. obscure he's, no long, he's no longer obscure. Yeah. yeah. People know his name now. Like. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's just a real Dort throw there. Um, a shot, a shot, shot in the Dort. Um, let's see. I would love – trying to think if there's anybody now i'm just kind of going through uh rosters that i don't like but maybe we could pick someone let's bring al faruk amino back why not let's uh he's been injured for a year um no one's talked about him so let's bring him back to the Mavs where he's uh he he will be productive uh terrence ferguson could be fun just picking people off of okc in orlando that (laughs) bench players that's all i meant christian wood would be awesome but he's gonna be too expensive now it's hard to call him you know, let's see. So I've got one name and I kind of picked out of a hat. Um, they play for the Grizzlies, okay. which, you know, are a good team, you know, um, John, John Conchar. Okay. Would be my pick. Uh, you know, uh, Why? Shooting, guard, shooting guard, uh, just a weird ass last name. Okay. Um, <laughs> never heard of him before until I literally looked it up right now. Mm. <laughs> uh, Let's actually look up his stats real quick. I don't know. Is he a free agent? I don't know. Ooh, okay. He actually, you know, puts up some point. You know, he definitely seems like more of a bench guy, you know, end of the bench guy maybe. Uh, oh, geez, my, my thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He just seems like he'd be a, um, a fun little guy on the, on the bench. He could be our next uh, Ryan Brokoff, really. Just a guy that I want to root for. He kind of – he looks like he could, could be a uh, – IT guy or something like that, you know, looking at his picture right now. So, you know, I just like guys that are just like, I don't know, like, obscure, I, I like obscure guys in general. So, mm-hmm. and I know how obscure he is, like, in terms of like Memphis Grizzlies fandom either. So, right. You know, but I've never heard of him until today. So, <laughs> that's my pick. Right. Tim, you anything, Dad? Yeah, obscure players. I'm looking down the list. Uh, can we re sign this guy? Is it Boat? Boban Marjan. How do you say this? Marjan. Majanovich. Don't disrespect the god like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, obviously I love Boban. Uh, 
yeah, most obscure players I want to sign usually come from the University of Nebraska. I'll say, <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish we would have kept Isaiah Roby. Okay, that's my answer. That's right. He's one of your guys. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Isaiah Roby. Well, how's he? He's in the G League now, right? With uh, yes. that was KC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Ah. Uh, mm. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, next PJ, question. PJ Washington, former legend. Hey, PJ Washington, that'd be good. I like, yeah. I like him. When, when I say is averaging 13 and 11 two years from now, you're all going to regret it. <laughs> Fun fact. So I just looked this up. I was looking up uh, Charlotte Hornets roster, which, you know, that's how much of a nerve we are. Um, both PJ Washington and Ray Spaulding, uh, two former – uh, Ray Spalding. Yeah, two former Texas legends are on the Hornets. So that tells you pretty much all I need to know about the Charlotte Hornets right now. <laughs> all right, let's see. Next question. Oh, my Lord. Next question comes from James. Um, James Grambo, as we all know. Um, James, you got you got to up it up a little bit, man. These are, uh, these are not hard questions, dude. <laughs> um, these are flaccid questions. James. Yeah, for real. Come on, James. Anyway, uh, would you Do rap- not say the word? Do not say the word flaccid to James. My DMs. <laughs> it's like the Manchurian candidate. It's just, it just what set him off. <laughs> him off. James, we got blue blood out. Anyway, uh, let's see. <laughs> Would you rather drink exclusively hot drinks for the rest of your life or move to Boise, Idaho? I don't know. I could probably do. Wait, where's Boise? Where's uh, Boise State? Is that it? Where's that at? That's where it is, is, that, bro. is that is that in Boise? Yeah, yes, okay. dude. Is that yeah. that where that's at? I don't know. I can hang, <laughs> I can hang out in a blue field all day. That sounds or that sounds like fun. You know, it's where uh, Demarcus Lawrence is from. So there's, you know, occasionally some NFL talent comes from there, and uh, you know, I I do fun. not I don't like hot drinks at all. So I oh. go to Boise. All the potatoes you could stand. Yeah, right? that's it, dude. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Potatoes and beer all day. Just Why carb not? load, just carb load, you know. Sure. Yeah, I'm. All, I'm also. I'm also moving to Boise. Yeah, so that yeah, was. fuck, James. That was a layup. <laughs> so, right. I, so speaking of this, I, I thought it would be really fun. Is that like so? Right now, you know, sobriety's getting a little bit more. Like, I wouldn't say more popular, but like everyone's trying to all offer like, you know, alcohol-free. Yeah. So yeah. Beers and things like that. So what about this? Mike's flaccid lemonade. Stop. No. Where it is oh. alcoholist, and it's just like, oh, I'm just drinking this for the taste, but I want to imagine that I'm drinking a not beer. No, no. So, oh. so you just country time lemonade? Yeah. What you just described? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> but call it Mike's flaccid lemonade, because if there's something someone wants to drink, something yellow, they want to think of just a oh, dick geez. swinging in the wind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's moving on. We're moving okay, on. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. How about this? The flaccid rock <laughs> Zero- cafe. Stop. Zero loco. It's God damn it. Uh, Pleasant Orchard Cider. Pleasant Orchard Cider. I hate you. Okay, let's keep going. Happy dog. What's the fucking what? What's the mad dog? dog. Oh, the mad dog forty, bro. Yeah, dude. Happy Uh, dog forty. It's 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 not even. It's called alt liquor, and it's just not even liquor, Uh, dude. (laughs) Uh, white, I hey, white, nah. 
Cthulhu, bro. I remember I remember Mad Dog 40 being like the college like oh anyone who was like underage would drink that shit, bro. And it was I remember like it was so sweet that like if you left it out, like if you got too drunk and didn't finish it and like left it out with the bottle untapped, like the next day there'd be like four or five flies in that shit, dude. Oh yeah, totally. So gross. So yeah, gross. It's, yeah, it's basically your own fly catcher. Yeah, um, uh, it's like uh you ever have a Mickey's before? No, dude. What the fuck is that? It's a. It comes in like this fat little tiny green bottle. It's a malt liquor. Uh, it is. It's a forty. It's yeah. It's yes. It's it's disgusting. It is. Uh, it's like bud ice. Oh, uh, bud ice. Uh, Buddy okay. ice. There you uh, go. Uh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Next question. This comes from Rutuj. All right. So there are two scenarios. You gotta choose one. Okay. First, the Mavericks get Drew Holiday and go into the Western Conference Finals, but Giannis does not come. Okay. Two, the Mavs run it back, get swept in the first round, but our front runners to signing Giannis in 2021, but it's not guaranteed. I mean, I'll just go with the more success, and I like here, like the thought of Drew Holiday on this team is appealing, because assuming we're not giving up, we're obviously not giving up Luka or KP in that deal, Drew Holiday's an upgrade in our front court. Um, also, just defensively, that dude is a pest. Like, that guy is, I don't know, that, that's something that he is very underrated. He has got ninja hands um, and can just, yeah, disrupt things on the perimeter, which is just, it's hard to have that as well as the offensive production that he's he's had. Uh, it's also good to have a, a steady playmaker rather than having to rely on, you know, a lot of minutes of Trey Burr, even though I really hope he resigns this year. Yeah. Let's see. So I think a lot of people are picking one for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be contrarian and pick number two um, because I think we can sign Giannis. If, you know, if we were, if we're the front runners, bro, I think we could get it done. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I just have, I'm having Dwight Howard flashbacks of like, it's okay, guys, we're going to get Jerron Williams and Dwight Howard. Now, granted, who's to say that that would have been a championship team at that time? But like, I, there's the, the wishing for free agency in Dallas has bit me enough times that I am just, I'm not, not into it. I remember, I remember the Harrison Barnes summer. Uh, <laughs> uh, granted, well, we didn't sign Hassan Whiteside or Mike Conley, who are now both, you know, on, first round loss playoff yeah. teams. So I don't know. That's... I, I, I would just go number two because everybody's picking number one. And I just feel like with Luca and KP and just like the young guys who are on the team, like they could probably be, hey, Giannis, like you should come here because mm-hmm. Waterburger has great food, you know, and other things yeah. that more rich people know about. But <laughs> here, yes, yeah, so we have I'll the take... best fast food chains. Come here. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take the, Giannis scenario for sure because if we're the front runners, I trust Luca to be the best pitch man in the world. A, come play with me. B, he's got the charisma to just bring people in. And C, like, just the sell is easy. Giannis, if you come play with Luca, we're running the 2020s. There's nothing that's going to stop this train. So, yeah. One title with Drew, yes, that's appealing which I think we would win a title with Drew, but yeah, I'll take the, like we would go on a Patriots like run. If Luke, if you put Luca in front of Giannis and sold Dallas. Yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I love the idea of Giannis in a Dallas Mavericks uniform, 
But as like an NBA fan, I kind of like him in Milwaukee and want him to no, just tough it out. No, fuck that. No. I for the sake of like God, those my the the Miami Heatles years were so boring. Same thing with the the Kevin Durant Golden State Warriors. I was like, God, this sucks. Like I hate just one so get, team being that good. Like this is where no, we this is where we this is where we might be opposites because all those years were hella entertaining to me. Really? Like just the just the days of our lives drama of the NBA in those years. Like, <laughs> I just soaked it in, and it wasn't a guarantee. Like, it's not a guarantee. Run, that's true. During during the heat run, you had this guy named was Kawhi a... come up. Yeah, this guy named Kawhi come up with the Spurs and play the foil. Uh, during the Warriors run, LeBron came back from that three one. Like, sure. I I don't think dynasties are boring. I especially don't think dynasties are boring when they get beat right that's a good point it does it does add a it, it puts a, a definite or a definitive heel to the to the nba uh, but you know, i don't know like i'm a fan War- of parody i like i like the, War- the warriors were a legitimate dynasty but what do we all remember about them the 3-1 lead Fair enough. Yeah. Yes. That's well, really also that, that first that like the not Durant championship came off of like both Kyrie and Kevin Love being injured. Like that's, I, I don't think that's talked about enough. You know, they're <laughs> like, ah, oh, they were so great. And the Splash Brothers, it's like, I'm not saying that they didn't do great things, but it's, yeah. I mean, their, their finals competition was, I mean, LeBron did the best that he could, but you know, without his two support, starters like that's not exactly a fair fight there you know i think for me like a lot of it is like so when i you know growing up like i had no concept of like the cowboys being a dynasty right right like none of it because like i was too young to really understand all that but you know so i get the whole like uh fuck dynasties blah 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 but i want to be in one like for once, <laughs> fair you know? yeah. i just want to be like just just give me like a few good years like i'm so i i will feel bad like if my kids don't understand like why like in like 2040 or whatever 2050 i have just like an entire room dedicated to like the 2020s mavericks mm-hmm. you know if Giannis comes here but you know like i i want to experience that for myself like actually like being a, a grown-up you know like fair enough remember, like oh yeah the fucking like luca Giannis and kp and whoever like just fucking you should, you should just fucking run the league what would <laughs> what, what would be the nickname for that like to me, Bro. to me, like the United Nations would probably be. Yeah, that'd be a good one. You know, something European, <laughs> something European, probably because you know, it's the three of them. You know, um, I just I keep know, it dude. simple. The the Euro step, the Euro step. Yeah, just shit like that. You know, like Euro wait, step, Euro step brothers, Euro step brothers, Euro Eurovision. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just shit like that, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, this is a really good question. This this really fostered some good conversation. Cause, yeah, thank you, Routine. Uh, you know, because I, you know, I do agree. Dynasties suck ass. Like, but I'm not. I haven't been on the receiving end of a of a uh, dynasty. You know, I, I guess they're just always in like coastal towns. So Dallas is always so, sort of like admitted from it because it's just like, hey, you can just live next to the beach the whole time, and everyone here is pretty. Like here, <laughs> yeah. like everyone here has nice cars, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Uh, all right let's see Our hotels are nice <laughs> restaurants are great all right let's see next question comes from jennifer she asks what is your favorite food to eat while watching mavericks basketball i mean i'm gonna have to go with wop 
Wings and pizza, man. Oh, God. I was like, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, no, no. I was like, Bibbs didn't ask a question this time. No, we can't go back. <laughs> didn't need to know that much about your personal life. I know. Like, like, hey, man. Good relationship there, man. Anyway. Now <laughs> it's explicit. Uh, yeah. No, uh, the Austin Chain Pluckers uh, is. Oh, okay. My go-to. So, like, if, if I'm like, all right, it's a weekend game. I've got time to, like, prepare for it. Yeah, get me a, a wing combo and just uh, destroying some wings while watching the game. Uh, let's see. For me, it's probably wings, too. Actually, you know what? So, it depends. Like, if it's during the week, like, I'll just have regular dinner. Like, it's yeah. not – I usually eat it before anyway, mm-hmm. um, before the game starts. But because the game starts at 7, I usually eat around 6 or so. But – um if it's like a Saturday, if it's like a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, like if it's like a matinee game or whatever, like I'll probably fly wings, um, specifically a wing stop. Usually, you know, I'll go and buy Solid some of that and come, and come out here, you know, come back home and just watch the game and, you know, so. Totally. Tim, what's your go-to? I'm going to say popcorn and it's when I'm at the Mavs game because my polling data has shown, if you look <laughs> on the map over here in Dallas County, um, <laughs> I have I, I, I got one vote back right now, and the one vote is from Steph Curry, and he said the AAC has the best popcorn in the league. So oh I'm going to go God. with popcorn. Popcorn is winning my vote in Dallas County right now. Uh, popcorn is up one nothing, and we're going to put this on the map over here, and we're going to say popcorn at the AAC is my favorite thing to eat during the Mavs game. Oh, my God. Is this, is this subconsciously like your, your inner Nebraska – person just because it has corn in the name that you're just like i i gotta say this one it's like no it's in this your is blood. me this is this is me making fun of the cnn i'm watching right or that okay. i've watched for a while okay. <laughs> <laughs> here we are in dallas county dallas county is also a county of dallas it's just south of dallas county <laughs> god okay it's Good just question, zooming, zooming in and out of maps <laughs> so i will say that there's a guy named ian's burner who said he prefers a whiskey to drink to eat while watching Mavs game, that's a good. That's a good answer. I will say, I like drinking hard liquor at at game. It, it always has felt weird. I've always been. I can't do it. Like, I got to go beer. Yeah, like, I got to go. I got to go beer or water. You know, or soda. Like I can't do. Yeah, can I do? It's just liquor. like if I, yeah, if I'm if I'm doing whiskey rocks, I'm, I'm I'm hanging. I'm feeling a little more classy than how I'm acting if I'm watching a Mavericks game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of shouting. Like <laughs> it's kind of how like wine tastes different when it's coming out of a, a glass rather than like a solo cup. You know, it's yeah. you know, it's the context. It's the genesis clock. Let's see. Next question comes from Irvin. Irvin asks, "What's the brand strategy preferred? Stay with the mid two thousands navy black to green, or a new color scheme?" I like the green personally. I I that's that would be my personal preference. Not just for nostalgia. I just think the blue and green looks a a, a good hey, look. Hey, hey. Sounds like Nebraska just scored. I know, Nebraska just something, bro. <laughs> no, we just picked up a third and 11. It's fine. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. oh nice. I'll, I'll okay. shut up now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, else, who else calls a quarterback draw on third and 11? Only us. Bro, I don't know. I don't, watch fucking, I don't watch college football, bro. I don't know, man. The Dallas Cowboys uh, seem to do a great job of like, all right, we're down. Or it's, it's third and 15. Two-yard screen pass. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's – yeah, losers football, man. I hate that shit. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Okay. Uh, so blue and green is my option, but I, I also like the blue and silver. I would just like to see a different 
something different from the Dirk era. That's what I want to like. I want to see a different yeah. branding and whether that's font changes or uh, them going, I mean, I don't know. Maverick's mean is like, like it's like an unbreakable horse. So like, I don't mind the horse logo. It's just like this kind of space early 2000 stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it, it does feel dated now. So I would like, I just want something new um, that isn't just like a completely off the wall, you know, yeah, classy, inspired white and gold thing. Yeah. Like. So, like for me, I definitely like going back to green. That's like, I'm literally wearing a green Mav shirt right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys can't see because this is not a, a video format. But um, I can release no. the Zoom call if you want. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I would definitely prefer. You know, I'd like the green. Um, as I don't want to go back to what we had before just because like that's so synonymous with like Dirk and mm-hmm. like just all that success then I think when you have something new which I mean technically going retro you know isn't technically going new but putting like a new spin on it so maybe like the font's a little different or maybe there's like um I don't know just like maybe something different with the patterns and stuff like that um, I'm, I'm looking I'm thinking of like Philadelphia how they had like that hard rebrand of like yeah. the black in black and red 76ers like that's like the Allen Iverson 76ers right which are bringing those jerseys back so. which which I mean it's badass like it's I awesome, love yeah. those I love that branding but once they went back to the red white and blue like it still feels like, okay that's still the Sixers it still yeah, makes still it Philly, like, yeah yeah it's still Philly like I think that's that works you know or I like that I will say as much as that fan base gives me shit all the time it's like Atlanta they got some cool branding. I like that they're 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 being creative. They're like, all right, our jerseys are going to have a completely weird ass pattern, or we're going to go neon green, uh, almost neon green, yeah, with our logos and like they're they're mixing it up and seeing what works. Um, as opposed to the Mavericks, who who have basically stayed in the exact same spot. <laughs> God, of course, he's inside of Toronto's camera. He's wearing a fucking Nebraska hat. Yes, <laughs> a very uh, good thing just- to have on an audio medium. for the the purposes of this conversation for the purposes of this conversation i have a very biased opinion um since i was six years old the first time we moved to dallas uh one of the first things my parents bought me was a pillowcase and i've slept with this pillowcase from the time i was six until now and i keep it oh wow holy shit it is a yo yeah, it's like the green and blue oh my god uh, you got to take a picture of Maver- Ma- yeah Maverick's logo. Awesome. that is holy fantastic fuck. we're gonna post that on our twitter uh that- that's crazy yes, i will i will absolutely i will absolutely post it on twitter later but that's always been my favorite mavs design logo i'm partial with the green and blue same the m with the cowboy hat on it like yeah that's always been my shit yeah, yeah. it's nice sweet uh, let's see. Next question comes from Sean Murphy. Sean asks, "Who are your top three least favorite NBA teams, and who are your top fa- th- top three favorite non-Mavs NBA teams?" I'd say least favorite. I'm gonna go with the Knicks. <sighs> Miami won me over this year, so that they're out. Uh, I don't know. Magic are boring. That's kind of like, I, I really, it's just the Knicks are the only ones that I dislike. Uh, I don't know. Brooklyn annoys me as well because they're, they already act like they've won something. 
Uh, Clippers, I think, might be another least favorite for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that'll be my three. Brooklyn, New York, and uh, the Clippers. What about three, fav- three favorites that aren't Mavs? Oh, let's see. I'm going to go Portland, uh, just because it's like one of the last times that a star that's been drafted is sticking around. Uh, let's see. Eastern Conference, let's go... Like how Milwaukee, like love Milwaukee and watching how they play. And let's go Phoenix. I really like, okay. I, yeah, I like the young core of Phoenix. They're really fun to watch. Cool. Uh, my top three least favorite. Um, obviously, the Knicks are up there. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, which I guess is a recency bias, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, like that could be a a, a, um, a budding uh, rivalry there. Mm-hmm. Um, another team that i don't it's usually in the east the west i don't like teams mm-hmm. <laughs> um and probably houston those three are just like teams are just like i, I and i think houston oh, houston bit, God, yeah, yeah. I, I think houston i think houston's a little more the fact that i I lived there for a little bit and i hated it and it's just mm-hmm. like i don't fuck with houston at all like my fiance say hey do you ever want to go like to corpus like not to corpus to uh you know to galveston all of a sudden i was like no i'm good like no, I you know I did that already. No, no. I took a uh, weekend trip to Corpus. You can just avoid it. It's, it's fine. not. It's, fine. it's not worth going. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, top three favorite non-Mavs uh, teams: um, the Raptors, uh, stemming from when I was little. I love Jurassic Park. Still do. Um, obviously, the logo was a Raptor, so that was easy choice for me. <laughs> Raptors were one. Um, Wait, Raptors are not indigenous to Canada? No, no, they're not. No, you don't know. Nope. Uh, and also, uh, marking Canada as a place to visit now. <laughs> uh, the Bulls, uh, another one. Um, again, stemming from like a youth, they go fuck Michael Jordan. And on top of that, um, just they, they have. I guess same thing with same thing with uh, Toronto now is that their colors are red and black, which are like my favorite colors. Got it. Um, you know, so like whatever, cool. Those two. Um, another one that I like a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of a different one that you have said. Uh, I really like Memphis actually, like as a team. I know they're like our tenth, our individual rivals, but um, they're fun. They're, yeah, they're fun. You know, like they brought back those throwbacks from the Vancouver days, which are fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I love. I used to. I love the grit and grind era. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that shit was awesome because I was like going against everything that like the NBA has become now. You know. Sure. So you know, Shane Battier. Yeah, Shane Battier. Last ten years, in my opinion. Yeah. So those are my those are my three on three. So, Tim, you got anything? Um, yeah, my least three favorite, uh, Houston three times. <laughs> Great, good. But I mean, uh, so my three favorite, I'll get. I like analytics, so Philly's always been up there to me. Trust the hmm. process. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, Portland. How do you say Memphis or Toronto? Just here since Toronto won a title, they're probably out of it, but. Portland or Memphis, just these small markets that, yeah, I want to see good things happen to those fan bases for being so loyal. I'm going to add one to my least favorite. OKC. Never, like, oh, ever, yeah. like, ever since, like, I, I, I vacation like, Bible school. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I mean, part of it's my, uh, my Austin bias of being a UT fan. I just don't want to see anything from Oklahoma succeed or be happy. So. <laughs> Also, oh. it should be they, those should be the Sonics. Sorry, yeah, yeah, see, should be. that's yeah. a weird one. That's a weird one. I want them to be in Seattle. I want to love them, but I hate the fact that they're in OKC and they have a lot of likable players like SGA. Yeah, who doesn't love that guy? 
Lou yeah. Dort. Who doesn't love Lou Dort? Dort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Total Who's eclipse of Lou Dort. Turn around, jumper. Which is a nickname that would work work much better in Seattle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Over see. the ocean. Total eclipse. <laughs> total eclipse of Lou Dort. <laughs> 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 Nothing I can say. Total eclipse of the door. You should just hire us to do their fucking social media stuff, bro. What the fuck? Anyway, oh, all right. Last question. What a terrible the, idea. Last question <laughs> of the day comes from Mars. Uh, she asks um, If a random zombie apocalypse were to happen and you had to pick either Luca or Porzingis to be your, your surviving battle buddy, who would you choose and why? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go Luca because he's smaller and could probably fit into smaller places. I feel like there would just be a situation where we're having to, like, crawl through some sort of crawl space. And poor Zing is like, oh, no, I'm stuck. I can't get there. And I'm just like, I, I got to leave you behind. I'm sorry. And then his legs <laughs> get eaten, you know? Like, uh, I mean, granted, Luca's six nines. It's not like that's that yeah, much. It's not, yeah. But, but I, I think he would, he would be shiftier and could uh, dodge the zombie hordes a little bit better. You can also help me, you know, climb up to rooftops and things like that. So, let's see. Uh, uh, I would pick. Uh, I'd go Kristaps actually on this one. Um, reason being, surviving battle buddies, so we would be fighting zombies. Mm-hmm. So, and he knows MMA, or at least like likes MMA. <laughs> um, I'm so you want someone with co- that close quarters contact? No thanks. Just in, uh, no, just just in case, man. Like you know, like oh, you never know when you're in a position. Okay, so like let's say and, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying like you know. I just, I just feel like he would be, and I feel like he'd be a protector. I don't know. Like he, he, you know, he defends the rim. You know, defends my life. So, okay, that's fair. See, Kristaps is more the brute force answer, but in a scenario like this, I kind of want the strategic guy, and I feel like Luca would be. I think Luca would be exactly like Woody Harrelson in Zombieland, just mm-hmm. eyes in the back of his head, just. Mm-hmm. Being able to shoot both, it's the same way he passes on the court. Like, right. just I want I want to be protected from the unexpected, un, uh, unpredictable zombie coming from the back of the room. I feel like Luca's got that for me. So yeah, any, Luca. Any of those like surprise attacks things where you're just like, where do you think there's a lull, and you're just like, oh, cool, like this place is completely vacant. Like Luca would know. No, he's right behind this doorway. I can sense it with my Jedi powers. Yeah kind of blending worlds here and i'm sorry yeah so cool. yeah that's those are all the, those are all the questions we got this week i've got a question for you too really quick oh, no. ideal zombie weapon what is yours oh damn because like i would like guns would be like yes but the only thing with guns is that you run out of ammunition and you also and then, sound off your location so that's true yeah yeah silencers don't work like they do in the movies no they don't uh let's see man i don't know a bat? I don't know. No. I've got mine. If you guys want a second, like, yeah, so maybe, go, yeah. like the best, and part of it's because I have read the zombie survival playbook, um, or so, zombie survival book. Yeah, uh, Max, Max Brooks, who's actually Mel Brooks' son, kind of neat. I know. Um, so, uh, the, and for all of you out there, this is my public service announcement to you. In the event that a zombie apocalypse does happen, a crowbar is your best weapon. Um, one, it's a functional tool in order to get into places that you can't. Two. Uh, the quickest way to destroy a zombie is through his brain. And so what you got yourself is a, you got the uh, pointed in at the end. You could shove that through an eye socket, destroy the brain, pull it out, 
requires no skill as opposed to say a bat, which you got to be fucking Sammy Sosa or somebody in order to like actually hurt someone and destroy their brain with one swing. Um, you, you don't need training with a firearm because if something is dead and attacking you, what's the chances of you getting a perfect headshot? None. So yeah, that's mine. Crowbar. Go. That's actually a really good one, Dan. Yeah, it's it's pretty strategic. Like I have thought way too much about this. I watched the uh, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, the Zack Snyder uh, Dawn of the Dead got me thinking. I was like, okay, I need an escape plan. <laughs> it's like just in case, like COVID decides to mutate, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know, like what? Because my first first thought would be like a bat, just because like it's a bat, you know. Though it would take a couple whacks to get, you know. Yeah, the, to the, like destroy yeah. a human yeah, skull yeah. with the bat. Like, get what I need, it's yeah. not that you can't do that, but like everyone likes to think like, oh, I could like they're thinking like they're you know swatting a watermelon or whatever, and it's gonna be fine. It's like no, nah, it's like it's a hard ass, you know. Yeah, it's it's like just trying to destroy a mailbox with a bat. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, the crowbar so like, sounds like a fucking. So, like, Tim could probably do it, but like, I don't know if you and I could. <laughs> yeah, no. But Tim's a fucking strong ass dude, so I don't know. <laughs> does does my truck count as a weapon? <laughs> gas. Yeah, I think a gas. It, yeah. If not, I'm going with my hockey stick because it's pretty much the only weapon I'm worth a shit with. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Like if if someone gave me a gun, I'd probably like shoot myself in the leg, like Plaxico Burris. So. <laughs> That's a go. burst would be the worst. Like we don't know who the best would be, but that would be the worst person to have as a zombie yeah. apocalypse uh, battle buddy. All right, awesome. Well, we learned a whole lot about ourselves. It's good to we be did. back, everybody. <laughs> this this is going to be back. We're back. Yep. Yeah, uh, it is. We are going to go back to our weekly uh, show. This. We greatly appreciate you guys listening, submitting questions. Uh, you know, NBA is going to be back sooner than later, so we will definitely uh, keep you guys up to date with all the happenings that's happening in the Mavs world and the NBA world. Uh, again, thank you so much for your support. You can find us at the underscore MFFLs. Uh, you can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find Tim at Ultralight Beam, B-E-H-M, if I remember correctly. Uh, and you can find me... Yeah, I can't. You did it. You I, I got can't, it. I can't find Nebraska, but I can spell beam. We'll we'll call that Son halfway. Of a <laughs> uh, you can find me at Don underscore Denim. Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. Later, guys. Take it easy.